Hey everybody, it is your favorite podcast host from the Capes, Cows, and Close Calls podcast. I mean, <laughs> you know that. That's why you're here. You already clicked onto it. Yeah, you're already here. Uh, but yeah, it's Nick and Sean. Nick, and well, this is weird. I don't even know what to do. It's because you did like you did it almost like you're going to do our intro, but you didn't do it. Right, because I know the intro is already going to be. It's already going to be in the episode. Right, it's already going to be in the episode. But hey, we just wanted to check in with you guys. Um, we know we've been gone for a while. We've been on a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, uh, life yeah. happens. You know what I mean? Um, I've gotten engaged and moved into a new place. Sean's in a new committed relationship. Yeah, my life is the same almost. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was in a relationship last episode yeah, we that's posted. True, that's true. <laughs> my life has changed a lot, I guess, in the last um, few months since we've last. Look, summer happened. Posted. I had a couple trips in summer. Yeah, that's true. You were gone a lot. I was gone a whole bunch. Um, but hey, we got we got a couple episodes recorded. We got more that we have to record. We will be catching up on all the movies and stuff that we haven't talked about. So if you're still here, if you're still listening to us, first of all, we want to say thank you. We really appreciate it. Uh, we get it. There's fucking a million other podcasts like ours. Yep. Yep. So whatever's bringing you back to us just know that we appreciate it and we absolutely you know thank the world of you for coming back to listen to us but yeah just wanted to let you guys know that we're going to be catching up here soon we're going to be posting a couple episodes oh you want to let them know what you're telling me about these episodes probably won't make sense now yeah yeah so we've got two episodes we're going to be posting uh you'll hear the same intro on both of them uh but we recorded it Back before our hiatus, and we we never posted them. So one, I'm talking a whole bunch about uh, St. Patrick's Day. Day. That obviously doesn't make sense anymore. (laughs) Uh, But they're still good episodes. I still think you'll enjoy them. The one episode, you you probably clicked on it. You already know because you saw the description. We'll be talking about Shazam. And the other episode we're talking about, we talked about Marvel. Both episodes, I think, are really good. We might put this intro in the next three episodes. I don't know if we'll do that after those. But if you hear this intro, it's on the start of more than one episode, just kind of explaining that, hey, we're on a hiatus, and the beginning of our episodes might not make sense. Uh, but the reviews and the things we're talking about are still relevant. So true, thanks true. for uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for giving it a listen. And yeah. Uh, and uh, we're, uh, we're committing back to this. We're getting a little more serious back into the game. We... Uh, Nick's now we live now live closer than we've ever lived. So five minutes hypothetically, away. this could be easier than it's ever been. Hypothetically, I love that you through hypothetically. Hypothetically, uh, yeah, we uh, we started this podcast living in different countries, and now we're five minutes away. Yeah, what what life, man? Yeah, where life yeah. will bring you. But yeah, hey, uh, like we said, just wanted to give a quick check in. So enjoy the episode, and uh, we hope you guys keep listening. Thanks. Alright, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're gonna be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. Yeah, that's the one we got. That's it. You ready? You ready? Alright. Here we go. Back in the back in the back in the studio. Back in the booth, baby. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my mother-loving co-host, Sean the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? Sean. It was just your day, bro. It was I mean, not yet. Right. Oh, right. We just celebrated it early. 
because Chicago Chicago celebrates. Yeah, because they like to dye their river green as if it wasn't green enough already. But you know, don't you hate on my Green River? (laughs) But it's almost St. Patty's Day, man. It is almost St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's. Top of the morning. Yeah, by the time this is out, it'll probably be after St. Patty's Day. Nah, we're gonna post this right away. You think so? Yeah. Are you editing it? Nah. Okay. You got it. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I believe in you. We got all the moral support. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting uh, ideas you have there. I love your I love your ambitious spirit though. So that's that's good. Yeah, I guess it's only two days away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, really, at this point, it's one day away. It's a day away. It's a day away. Yeah. You got you got big plans? Are you gonna drink green beer, take green Jello shots, or did you already do that? Because you did the. I did do a, a a bar crawl. How was that? It was fun. It was a good time. I did have a green. Uh, did you have a green Miller beer? Light. Interesting. Yeah. What do they do to make it? Had a little bit of Guinness. This is food coloring. Oh okay. Yeah. So. Uh, I did an Irish car bomb. What is that? It's uh. I don't really know man it's bailey's <laughs> so you just putting stuff in your mouth it's bailey's in a guinness so it's like a bailey's shot and you drop the shot into the guinness and then you chug it oh okay so like a what do they call them a boiler maker or something like that that was a boiler maker i don't know man i see it on tv shows all the time you put a shot inside of a beer and then you drink it all at once is that like the overall name because there's different ones yeah i think so it's a vegas I, car oh, bomb I, I don't know irish car bomb i don't know i i don't know anything about drinks you know that I mean, why would you just come in with some facts? I don't know, man. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to relate to you, goddammit. Like, let me have my moment. Listen, St. Patrick's Day is not about drinking. Okay, what is it about? Explain it. St. Saint Patrick. Uh-huh. Italian fellow. It's the first thing you got to realize about him. Italian. He's Italian. He's Italian. He's not, not Irish. Irish. He's Italian. Italian fellow. Okay. Learn something new already. Travels to Ireland. Okay. And did two things. Okay. Made all of the Irish Catholic. Forcibly? Seems like it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. He converted uh, Ireland to Catholic. Catholicism. Okay. So the Catholic wasn't like, I don't know if there was none, but there weren't like a lot of Catholics. And then apparently Ireland had a snake problem. Interesting. And uh, he took care of it. How did he take care he of just, it? He just, he took care of it. <laughs> what does that mean? He, he handled it. You're not saying there was a snake problem. He went, he took care of it. No longer a snake problem. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never heard this I before. I honestly like almost imagine it. This is going to get a little problematic, but I'm like a, an Italian mobster style. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't Italian. He went over there. He's like, don't worry about it. I took care of the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All the good fun though. All the good yep. <laughs> you had a snake. I took care of the snakes. I took care of the snakes. There's no more snakes now. <laughs> Fucking and then, and then I can't imagine them there. Now, what do you think? Catholicism? You want to be Catholic now? <laughs> so you think? And then all the Irish people were there, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you think the snake he, thing was real? He then, took care of the snakes, and then that's what convinced yeah, people. Yeah, I don't know what the order is, but that's the way I like. That's the way it is. <laughs> I like that order too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, that's fun. That's yeah. fun. But uh, yeah, so uh, St. Patrick's Day is actually more of an American holiday. Oh, I could believe that. Yeah, we yeah. like to. And then the do stuff like that. The corned beef and cabbage thing, also American. Oh, so the Irish yeah. came here I, and. 
you know, corned beef was super cheap and it was poor. So I was like, ah, kind of like your, your poor man's meal. Yeah. Are you having um, corned beef and cabbage this I weekend am. with your family? I am. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. We'll drink a little bit of Guinness. You know, my, uh, does it have to, does it specifically have to be Guinness? So Guinness is just a very Irish drink. Okay. Fair enough. So it's, it's, it's an Irish beer. Have you ever had a green river? I don't know that I have. Isn't it? I don't know if it's an Irish soda or not. To be honest with you, it just uh, it just feels like it is. Yeah, the whole green thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see, my family tree, I'm connected to Guinness. My, my relatives wow. did Guinness. Did you get money from that? No. Apparently, somebody along the way married for love. Son of a bitch. Lost the money, motherfucker. I know, right? Well, you know, it's funny too. Do you know if it was a man or a woman? I have no idea. Well, fuck that person. Yeah. Yeah, married for money. Married, I mean, I mean, arguably I could not be here, but I also could have been here and been rich as hell. Rich. You might not know for the longest time either. What's that? Is this with the Guinness beer is the same Guinness as the book, like the world record? Oh, really? Yeah, that's the same company. That was a is marketing really? idea for the beer. I had no idea. Yeah. Interesting, right? I'm learning a Just lot of shit today. Yeah, there. yeah, you are. <laughs> God damn it. You came to podcast. <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we actually yeah, normally talk all, about. But, but hey, it's a good time. You know, I one time we did this like by St. Patrick's Day and I named all the Irish heroes. I do. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. I don't remember who they were. I think it was Matt Murdock. He's Catholic for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it was Irish and I think it was uh, um, Guy Gardner. Okay. There were a couple others. Banshee. Mm. Yeah. Who's your favorite redheaded superhero? Or comic book character. Nice. Good choice. Ah. I like that. You you hit that right off. I knew it. You, <laughs> you were ready for that one. You're like, I hope he asks me this fucking question. <laughs> I'm so ready for it. Wally West. Wally yeah. West. This is, I mean, I feel like there's a surprising amount of redheaded comic book characters. Mm, I can literally only think of like three right now. That's a surprising amount considering I, how I statistically low Irish or Irish uh, statistically low redheads are in the world. Yeah. I mean, that give, makes give sense. me your three. The three that I'm thinking yeah. of Mary Jane, Wally West, Matt Murdock. I wasn't even thinking of Matt Murdock. He's you redheaded, right. right? I was thinking of Roy Harper. Oh, he's also redheaded. He's isn't also he? redheaded. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I literally can't think of another one. Not that. Mm, yeah, no, that's all I got. I can't. Black Widow, but is her hair naturally red though? I think it's supposed to be. Is it? Okay. Um, I think Iris has red hair in some iterations. Iris West. Iris West. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right. Cool. There's your St. Patty's Day knowledge for the. Yep. That was fun. It was a good yeah. time. Yeah. Nice killer, like ten minutes. Good stuff, <laughs> man. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, you want to jump into what we're actually here to talk about, or you got some other stuff? I'm trying to think if there's any other news. This is a weird tweet from Zack Snyder. Right. Yeah, we just saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently today, uh, this being, I don't even know what's the date. Today the, Today's the 15th. 15th. Yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder tweeted out this very cryptic little video. Uh on my face. That gave Lord Darkseid a countdown for three days in April. Mm. And the tweet said, everything comes full circle. Interesting. Very cryptic. Yep. Very, very cryptic. Very cryptic. You think they're uh, reigniting the Snyderverse? I don't. No, nah, me neither. Yeah. I think you know, uh, 
I'd be kind of excited because I was telling you uh, off the air that I was just recently watching uh, Batman v Superman. And then I started the, I didn't finish it. I was like watching in the background, but his version of Justice League. And I think I enjoy it more now than I did when I first watched it. I mean, I can see that. I've never watched the extended cut of BVS, but I've heard it's a lot better. It's a lot. You you understand why they're fighting a little more. I mean, the Martha scene's still the Martha scene, right? But like, right. Uh, and I still feel like it was a weird portrayal of Lex Luthor in that movie. Oh, 100%. But you understand more why they're fighting. And I think, the you know, the non-extended version, the theatrical version needed more understanding why they're actually fighting. I felt like I remember watching that in theaters and feeling like Superman wasn't in it enough. I get that. I felt like yeah, they I cut too much of his scenes. Okay. When when that movie came out, our reviews were pretty divisive, weren't they? Did we review that? We reviewed that. We didn't, didn't we? even review. No? No. I thought we did. Maybe we talked about it when Justice League came out. Yeah, I think we, we talked about it, but I don't think we reviewed it. Review yet. it. That was before we had the podcast. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah, I thought that movie was incredibly boring to be a Batman versus Superman movie. Is it less boring, the extended cut? You know what? You know I why know I thought it was-, it was boring is just the pacing was weird. So maybe adding those so scenes those back scenes. in, yeah. it wouldn't feel so weird and off-putting, which made it boring because I'm just like, it kept fe- it kept feeling like it was building to something but just i just felt like nothing was happening and i'm just like what nothing exciting is happening we get the one fight scene between them and then they fight darks or doomsday and i'm just like there was like nothing in yeah, between I all wouldn't of this say it was very action-packed no it's not yeah it's very like because it, it's very much like you know batman investigating superman clark cat uh investigating batman yeah you know what i mean like it's like them getting a feel from each other and then you kind of get the like hint of like oh like lex luther's kind of you know making both these things happen yeah i wish they kind of explained why lex luther like like he knows the identity of batman of yeah i think he knows the identity of both he definitely knows the identity of superman right for sure um and i think he knows both it's like, how do you, I mean, I get that you're super smart, but that's not even like comic book accurate yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Like, I do like the, I like the flip side of it, right? Because we always see Batman do the investigating. We always see Batman figure everything out about Superman, his secret identity, all this stuff. But like, I, I like seeing the other side of it because that happens too. Like Superman investigates Batman too. He yeah. figures out who he is. And honestly, he does it a lot fucking easier than Batman does. Like yep. it takes him a lot less time. Yeah. I mean, so they have the scene in the, in the movie where Lex Luthor invited them both. So Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne to his party and they both come. Yeah. And like Alfred is talking in Batman's ear. And so Superman obviously hears it and like, okay, so uh, now he knows. See, I like that. Yeah. I, I like that aspect of it. It reminds me of in the series, Superman, the animated series. Yeah. When Batman shows up, he finds out who Bruce is. And then Bruce just returns the favor just by using his x-ray vision to view under his mask. And it's just, you that wrong. or it's, yeah. you're right. Yeah. It's vice Superman versa. It, yeah. Superman does it first, but like, you know, Batman has to like stalk him and like yeah, find he puts out a where he lives, on him and, and yeah, X-ray and then, vision, like, and just like oh, Bruce Wayne, yeah, and then he like has these like super X-ray binoculars that like allows him to see like 
six city blocks or whatever, and he's sitting on a skyscraper, like, yeah. And yeah, Superman's just like, yeah, okay, you're Bruce. Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> like, I, I really like that aspect. Yeah. Uh, you know what? This is what I'm going to say, too. Overall, the issue with the Snyderverse or the DCEU, this is not with this episode. This is a whole other episode. But Superman's, like, arc is, like, so we get Man of Steel, and that's him becoming Superman. He immediately kills somebody in that movie because he kills Zod. Yeah. The next time you see him is the movie where he dies. Yeah. Like that happened way too quickly. It did. You're right. And they have this whole like kind of like he's like Christ, a God kind of thing going with it. Right. In that whole Batman v Superman. Like I yeah. actually yeah, noticed yeah. like crosses and stuff in the background. Like they're not even like high. Like mm. they're very apparent like, oh, this is like a God. And then so then he's going to die now. And then like now I'm like, it's even more Jesus because now he's he resurrected yeah, he in the next movie. Yeah. yeah. That is very on the nose, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Not a great arc for him, man. We never... That's why we needed another movie for yeah, him. Yeah, we never really got to see him just be Superman. Right. Like, the 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 symbol of hope and justice and just, like, this bright light in the sky of just, like, yeah, we're safe. We yeah. never really saw that. Nope. That's kind of depressing. Right. This is a, he's a depressing-ass Superman. Not to not to his detriment, not to his fault, but yeah, it's definitely not Henry Cavill. It's doing. yeah, it's the, the writing for his character is just depressing. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll see what this uh, this uh, weird announcement he made will yeah. lead to. We don't I know. mean, we talked about it once on this podcast because they released what the plan was for the trilogy, and like, I'd I'd watch that trilogy. <laughs> I watch it too. I mean, again, we've talked about this, but like realistically, like. I knew the Justice League. I knew the Justice League well before I knew the Avengers. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if they could take a bunch of B-list characters and make people care about them, it's it's insane that they can't take the Justice League and, like, get people in theaters to see this shit. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's, like, that's what people want to see. You know, I was re-watching uh, Young Justice, just, like, passively, yeah. right? And you know what I actually kind of enjoy a little bit about it is the... You know how they jump time in between seasons? So like, yeah. like, like the first time was like five years. Yeah, like we go from Robin to Nightwing. Right. Yeah. And like, so like the team naturally grows, like the Young Justice team and the Justice League. And it definitely made me realize like they could just come out with a Justice League movie. and We don't have to spend time of them coming together. No, we definitely don't. Just skip it. Let's just have the league. It exists. Yeah. Got a bunch of cool ass characters on it already. We don't need three, four. Like, we don't. We don't need three it. Green Lanterns in that movie. I'll be pumped for it. Right. Yeah. They're all in the league. And Dr. Fate's hanging out in the back. We're like, just throw them on a team. We don't need to know all the information of them coming together. Skip all that. Yeah. Get a good threat going and you can make a solid movie. A hundred percent. I agree with you. A hundred percent. We could definitely do that because looking back on it, it, it shocked me. How many people saw like Infinity War and Endgame and saw no other Marvel movies? Yeah. Like I legitimately had conversations with people who hadn't seen any other Marvel movie, but literally just because of the hype behind those, they went and saw them. Or they went and saw Infinity War and then they're like, well, I got to see Endgame because I got to see what happens. But like you're telling me you just went and saw a movie that has 19 years of backstory? Or I'm sorry, 10 years of backstory, is, uh, 19 movies? It's a very good point for what our episode's about today. That is. Yeah. Know. 
I might have led to a segue. Who knows? A little bit of a segue. But yeah. it's, it's it's crazy. So you're right. We don't we don't need the build up to the team. They can just go straight to here's the Justice League. Here's the crisis. This is what they got to do. I'd be all about it. Because a lot of people. I mean, obviously. To be honest, at this point, I don't like if if we don't get Snyderverse, which is very unlikely that we will. I don't need to see them build another Justice League. I don't, yeah, I agree. That's just that just get to it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, just go straight, straight to it. That's kind of what I want out of a like the Batman too. Like I want, I would love a Bat family. I don't want to see Dick Grayson and then Dick Grayson get old and then we take on Jason Todd and then we have to watch Jason Todd die and then we get Tim Drake and then Tim yeah. Drake's got it and then that's never gonna happen. That's just like they just all exist. I mean, it seems like that's what they're doing with this new Batman movie. But they might just go straight, straight to Damien. Yeah, and, but they might not. I feel like it's more likely that the other Batman, the other Robins, don't exist. Well, he specifically said we're gonna see a Bat family. How Did extent, he say that? Yeah, how extensive that Bat family is going to be, I don't know. All of them. Like, I Put could, spoiler, an orphan in there. Put all of them. Yeah, I agree. I could definitely deep see cut them. Ones. I could see them maybe skipping Jason Todd and giving us Dick Grayson and Tim Drake uh, just so they don't have to dive into, like, Jason Todd's backstory. I but I want them. Yeah, I would want them to do Hood all there. of them. Yeah, I would want them to do all of them for sure. That's a movie, like, I would like. But at the, on the flip side, it's a movie I, like, a live action Red Hood story would be great. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it'd be, it would be great. I, I mean, wonder if they you did have to it in the, it. the latest seasons of Titans, even though I didn't. Yeah, watch but that's, that. not as, that's not as good. And they changed the story. <laughs> it's not as good. Like, you don't see Joker, right? Ah. Uh, so, like, you don't get to see the aspect. Like, you just kind of know Joker did it, but they didn't bring Joker in to see you do it. And gotcha. then, like, he's resurrected. Uh, not like he's not going away to with by Raza Ghoul and being resurrected. He was like, it was all done by Riddler. Like they just changed the story. Batman is so fucking hurt. I'm giving spoilers for the show. Yeah. Away, but who cares? Batman is so hurt that this happened in the city that he leaves Gotham. So then like That's very unbatman like. Right. So Dick Grayson is like basically the Batman of this like of that story in this mm. this version of it. But like I mean they just same concept but completely changed the story. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. That's what I'm saying. They gotta they gotta change nothing to yeah. it. Just do that comic book and do there. it just like the uh, animated movie, and then we'll would we'll be all good. Son of a bitch, my drink's over there. <laughs> that's all right. I'll get it later. I'll get it in between takes. But anyways, that's enough DC for what's True. supposed to be a close call Marvel episode. Yes, sir, yes, sir. So yeah, I mean, I guess this is a close call episode, right? It's a close uh, call. The whole episode. thing we're talking about is just gonna be one big close call. And I mean We've seen videos about it. You made a TikTok about it, or you you stitched somebody else's TikTok yeah. about it. Um, so you wanna you wanna give them what we're talking about today? Yeah, today we're gonna talk about has the MCU lost its magic? So what I mean by that is our uh, and there's the I should probably credit the TikToker guy, and he's a famous YouTuber, but I actually don't know that guy's yeah, name. Yeah, on it. big movie reviewer guy. Yeah, but he talks about how. Marvel had this magic, and for years, back to back, they just came out with good movies, and somehow it just doesn't feel the same anymore. So that's what we mean. Has it has it lost its magic? Are Marvel movies not quite as good? I think this is a very interesting concept. I got a couple of different opinions about it. Yeah. So we're just gonna we're gonna dive into it. Yeah. I mean, straight off the bat, it has been very, very. This last phase, phase four, has been very decisive. There are a lot of people who are in the camp of Marvel sucks now. 
like straight up. They're just like, they're not putting out good stuff anymore. Uh, they're valuing quantity over quality. Um, it's not good. It's just people are feeling the superhero fatigue, I think. Um, and yeah, they're just not enjoying Marvel content like they used to. Now, going into this, I know you kind of feel like it has. Yes. I'm on the opposite side. I That's feel why like it it's going to be an interesting yeah. conversation. I'm, I'm and typically let, we agree. I'm going to let our listeners know. I'm going to go a little bit extra harder than I actually feel. <laughs> but Should've I am I am going to say this. I This might shock you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt like I had to go see a midnight release in a minute. Mm. Or, you know, like a Thursday release or whatever you call right, it. Right, just early release. I can wait a little bit. I'm not like in a rush. Like I, we saw Ant-Man immediately. I didn't feel like I needed to see it immediately. Did we see it on a Thursday? We saw it on the Friday. Okay. So the day it actually came yeah, out. Yeah, the day it actually came out. Yeah. If I had to wait a week. You'd have been fine? I think I would have been perfectly fine. Do you and say I definitely that, didn't feel that way. Back then? Back then. I was okay. like, I have to be the first person to see this. I want it's the first showing. I got to be there. Right, right, right. I got to watch the credits. I can't be late to this movie. Of course. I got to have my snack. I got to be, I got to go to the bathroom before. Right. So we got to get there early enough. So I go to the bathroom, get my snacks and sit down. So I'll be all set for this movie. Right. Now I can roll in while the fucking trailers are playing. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Wow. So tell me why. Like, give me, give me your reasoning. Why do you feel like the MCU has lost? So I think, all right. So the MCU, uh, has had the same formula for a while. And I, so one of the things I do like about this next phase is they changed the formula a bit with some of these movies, but on the flip side of it, like they built up so strongly to get to end game and, you know, delivered it beautifully that like now these other movies just feel like, like it doesn't compare to how good we've already had it. And so I have two theories of why this this is, right? So one, it was like, okay, so we built up and now this like, you know, the level was just so high that right. like it's very hard to reach. I also think for me, and you know, so maybe I'm getting more towards like your more typical Marvel watcher uh, where like, so you and I had a, a little bit of an advantage of this is like we were into comic books, but at the very least, we were also into like the cartoons a bit growing up. It took... Basically, until yeah, until this phase four to hit a character of a to go into a movie that I didn't know, right? Mm. I didn't really know Shang Chi, and I didn't really know Eternals, right? Um, but I knew Iron Man way before we made Iron Man movies. I knew Captain America way before we made Captain America movie. I knew Black Panther. I knew Doctor Strange. I knew all these characters. I had a little bit of base understanding, whether I saw them in a cartoon or I'd read them in a comic book. So like I had kind of like already an excitement about these characters. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting the characters I'm not quite as excited about. Okay. I can see that. I get that. So I think that's part of it okay. and how, how high they built up. I also feel like realistically – so I think our standards changed a little bit because they've been raised. Yeah. Um, but if we compare some of these movies to some of the movies we've gotten in the past that are not even quite at that level, right? Like, I don't necessarily feel like Black Widow is a better movie than all three of the Iron Man movies. 
I think all the three Iron Man movies, all three of them separately, are better movies overall than Black Widow was. Okay. See, I feel like I take it over all the talking, man. No, that's. I mean, I just feel like I'm just listening. I'm listening. I'm <laughs> I'm absorbing it. I'm listening. Let me ask you this: Who do you feel like is complaining more about the current Marvel state? Do you feel like it's the comic book fans who are complaining, or do you feel like it's the typical? Um, or the the non comic book fans, I like just the Marvel watchers from the non. But to be fair, I think my circles are non comic are groups. more non comic book. So like, I you, just talk to those guys. So what are your circles often. saying? What are the, they're not happy with the way Marvel? Yeah, is they're right. also like so. Kevin Feige so said at one point, and it was at the beginning of Phase Four, or maybe it was like with Endgame that. No longer could you go see these movies and not see the movies before to fully understand them. Right. I remember we talked about that. So we talked about and I can't we tell you both which point. Loved it. Yeah, but I can't tell you which point that happened. It was it was basically at Infinity War. It was basically Infinity yeah. War is where he made that so, like going forward because yeah, I mean realistically, could you watch Infinity War as a standalone movie? Sure. But there is a very likely chance that you won't have the same feels that someone who has watched every Marvel movie did. Right. Like you, 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 so you lose a lot by not seeing is, everything before that. Yeah. I think the common person is not no longer able to fully appreciate everything mm. because they don't have all that prior knowledge. Yeah. Um, I got another point. There's a little bit off basis, but it's still the same. And I, do not feel this way. I'm going to say it again. Okay. And I, Nick, I don't feel this way. I've heard people have the uh, critique that Marvel now is replacing all of their male characters with female characters. And people don't like the fact that a lightweight female character can throw a full-on dude across the room i have they don't like the real they don't feel like that's realistic i, have I don't that. mind right any of the replacements we've gotten gotta i gotta feel them all i like kate bishop uh, i like shuri's black panther i thought that was the most logical choice uh i don't blame jane uh for that thor movie sucking Okay. Thor movie sucked on its own. Correct. Jane is probably the better part of the movie. She is probably the better part um, of the movie. But then you could argue that the writing maybe was meant a little bit more. I think Thor is kind of like the exception to this rule. Like maybe, I don't really feel that way, but like it definitely felt like we were just writing Thor dumb. So I get why people get it, feel that way. But we wrote Thor dumb in the prior movie and that just continued on is the way yeah. I see it. I don't think we were doing that to make Jane Foster look better. No, that that's just how they started it and yeah. they continued. So that just kind of continued. They on. just ramped that shit up. Right. But that's why we didn't like it. Yeah. Cuz they should have But never, I don't I don't think that had anything to do with Jane. They, yeah, they should have never done that in the first place. Yeah. They yeah, they just honestly they gave the director too much control. They gave him too much like in my opinion, they gave him too much control. They gave Take Waititi just too oh, much yeah. free reign. And they should have reeled his ass back in. It's like, <laughs> I felt like he didn't fully watch everything prior. No, I don't I think he I feel like he, did he didn't either. watch the first two Thor movies. No, I don't think so either. And I think he just saw like the dumb Thor part of fucking Endgame and that's all he watched. Like, I think he skipped 
Infinity War and watched Endgame only. I feel I, like he wrote it not knowing Hamdell died. And yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, we'll just make... He has a kid, of course. He, yeah, we haven't seen his kid up to this point, but of course he's had a kid this whole time. Right. I also feel like he's one of the directors. Like, some of them, I feel like they really did their research and, like, actually read the comic books. Or they were comic book fans before they got these director roles. I don't feel like he was. I feel like he just came in. He liked Chris Hemsworth. He He's good at writing comedies. He did well on the first one, so they gave him a second one to do. So this is what I think, right? Like, how does Marvel movies not have just, like, some canon expert involved in every script at this point to make sure, like, things just make sense and fit with each other? Like, why are we letting Taekwon just make... Taekwon? Taika. Taika. Okay. <laughs> why are we letting Taika... Just do just whatever he do wants. whatever he wants if it doesn't fit anything else. I think it's just because he did well once, so they just thought, well, he did well once. Let's just, let's let him try. But that's, that's but nobody was sitting there. Why? It's why it's to me, Kevin Feige with his little Marvel hat. That's what I'm saying. That watch that and be like, yeah, we got to go back to the drawing board a little bit with this movie. That's what I'm saying. I I think that the fourth Thor is where Kevin stepped back. Like to me, it's clear when Kevin is like heavily involved, right? Because he's been holding this shit together. Ben the entire a, a couple time. personal days. He missed that movie. You said what? Yeah, a couple personal days. He missed that movie. Yeah, he's just he's like, later ah. on. He's like, that guy's got it. I mean, how many of these have I, I done already? This. Whew. Oh, that's my own mistake. Let's Man. take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, what, did you have any more points as to why you feel like it's lost his magic? So, I feel like I have a lot of different points and I'm jumping around a lot and I feel like I should let you respond a little bit. But ah, that's fine. So let me say that I think the problem really comes down to that it's not as exciting anymore because I don't think things can hit the same level because now we want everything to be connected. Right. I think they've done some cool things, but when you compare like just their overall movies to movies that we had in earlier phases, I don't think they're just they're just not as good like this was the we got the second doctor strange in this phase right 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 it's not as good as the second captain america movie it's not as good as the second iron man movie it's cool that we got evil wanda it was cool that we did something different right uh i think shang chi is a solid movie yeah I don't like it as much as the first Captain America. I don't like it as much as the first uh, Iron Man movie. Maybe it's on par with the first Ant-Man. It's not as good as the first Black Panther movie. It's not as uh, on par with the first Doctor Strange movie. Not as good as the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, yeah. So Okay, so here's my thing. So I, I feel like it hasn't. I don't feel like the MCU has lost this magic. I think the biggest problem with Phase 4 were the fans. I don't think it was Marvel. I don't think it was the content that they were putting out. I think it was the fans. I truly do. Because for, it's like for a couple of points that you hit. Number one, we have outrageous expectations. Outrageous, right? Like, let's be real. Yes, it took them 10 years, 20 plus movies to get to Endgame, right? right. We, we had this overarching um plot throughout all of these movies some it was big some it was small but it all culminated and and concluded with endgame and that 
it was it was truly magical. Nothing in the history of cinema has been able to accomplish what they accomplished when they did that, right? But by doing so, but they set that bar so outrageously high. And now people are just waiting for, well, what is the next big thing? Like when you're at the top, like you can only go down a bit. Let me ask you this. Do you think phase four mm-hmm. has been as exciting as phase one? Because in phase one, we didn't know where this was going. I would arguably, I would say it has been. I, I like so disagree with. I that. would say like going back and like revisiting phase. Phase one was what Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man two, right? And it ends with Avengers. Does phase one end with Avengers or does phase two end with Avengers? No, phase one ends. With so Avengers. phase one ends with Avengers. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's pretty solid, right? It's better than this phase so far, but and we didn't know where it was going. We thought, man, we thought Avengers one would be like that was the big thing. Going back to it though, think about out of those what? Yeah, so it went. Did was there no other? So it was Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Avengers, Iron Man two. Was that it? It was just those five movies. Yeah. Wow. They were solid. Oh, and the Hulk. I guess the Hulk is technically uh, yeah. in there. The Incredible the Hulk, Hulk. Is technically in there. Right. So we had six movies in that phase. Out of those six, which ones are truly great and which ones are okay? Iron Man one's great. I enjoy. We both like the first Captain America, but realistically, it scores very low. For fans, right? So they're one for two already. People don't like the first door. <laughs> I disagree door. with that, but okay. People don't like the first door. So now they're one for three. This is all right, but you know what? People, People love- had to like it enough because nothing was certain in that beginning phase. Right, right. So it was good, it was popular enough to continue to build to the next movies. People definitely didn't like the freaking second Thor, and yet we still got the third. That's true, but by I, I would say by that point, everything around it had already built up enough that we were able to move. Like I gotta imagine that in the beginning, Kevin Feige pitched this idea, and Marvel gave him a set amount of money and a set amount of time to be like, "You have this many movies and this much money to see if this shit works, and if it doesn't." We're pulling the plug. I don't think it truly, like, the first Iron Man was great, right? But that movie is one of the rare ones that could stand on its own. Like, think about if they only made that first Iron Man movie. That was the only movie Marvel got to make. We'd still watch it. Like, we'd still go back and be like, that's a great movie. It didn't lead to shit, but it was a great movie, right? Like, it's in. it falls into the same category as, like, the first Spider-Man. Where they weren't building a universe. There was no cinematic thing happening. It, sh- it was just a part of a trilogy that just happened to conclude. Right. That stands in the same category as like the Spider-Man movie, right? We, again, Captain. the first Captain America was divisive. The first Thor, also very divisive. I don't think people really liked that movie. Then we got... The Hulk, people hated that shit. There's only a select group of people that truly like that movie. So if we're looking... I feel like that movie... I feel like all these movies got way more hate later. 
People liked them at the time. I don't. I think. I think it's the opposite. I think people like them now, looking back, seeing what it all led up to. I think at the time, people didn't enjoy these movies. I disagree. I I gotta imagine if we go back and we look at the. I wish we could look at the original Rotten Tomatoes scores of these yeah, movies. Our, I bet they were low. Our expectations were we didn't have any. We didn't. But also, so people we very didn't much so like enjoyed it. it. We didn't have any expectations. And we didn't care about these characters. And they weren't characters that people ever really cared about. Like, they were not mainstream enough to get people into theaters to see them. Like, they weren't a Superman. They weren't a Spider-Man. They weren't a Batman. Like, Robert Downey Jr. made Iron Man. If they had cast, like, Tom Cruise in that role, it it would have failed. That would have been the only Marvel movie we would have got. And maybe they would have been trying to reset that shit now. But it would have been done. It would have been done with Iron Man. So in phase one, their average wasn't great. You got one movie that is... Phase four is better than phase one. Okay, well, let's look at the average, right? So again, we go back to phase one. Iron Man, great. Captain America, divisive. Thor, divisive. Hulk sucks. People don't like that movie. Definitely, it sucks. No one likes it. People might have liked that version of the Hulk, but people don't like it's that movie. Easily the best Hulk movie we've ever had. Yeah, but that's not that's not saying <laughs> anything. That's a very low bar. Avengers, great. People loved it. There are a lot of people who don't love Iron Man too. Like I like it, but I know a lot of people who don't particularly think it's keep going with that this, great because I right? want to argue that these movies are still. They're relevant is what they are. They're, they're still relevant. Better than the phase we have overall. Okay. So right? phase four, I'm right? I'm going to say Spider-Man is an exception. Pull up the list of phase four. Spider-Man give you nostalgia. So Spider-Man's an exception to this movie. I mean. To this, to this list here. But I also think that's enough. We'll get to that in a second. Pull, pull, up, the, pull up the phase four listing. Let's go through this. All right. Ready? Okay. Black it, Widow. It was fine. I think it, Black Widow it, is worse than every movie in Phase One. You think it's worse than you think it's worse than the Hulk. You think it's worse I think than it's Thor. Right on par with Hulk in the first Thor. You're insane. You're in, wait, you didn't even all, like this movie. I didn't dislike it. You definitely didn't love it. I don't think it the only deserved good thing, all the hate that it got. The only good thing we said about this movie is we both like Yelena. She was good. Yeah, that's the only thing good about this movie. I want to like it more, but that movie kind of sucked. The problem with this movie, again, I don't think it's the movie. I think it's the timing of the movie. That's the problem with this movie, was the timing. If this shit had came out when it was fucking supposed to, in between Civil War and fucking Infinity War, where it actually took place chronologically, I think we would have enjoyed it a lot more. I think it would have. I think it would have... If it hadn't faced all these delays, if we hadn't faced COVID, if it had like all like if it had came out in between, I don't think we would have loved it. I don't think it would have got all of a sudden been like praised, but I think it would have done better because it would have been a good just like it would have served as a good in between story. The biggest still, fault of that movie so, is Taskmaster. Yeah, that's the biggest flaw of that Taskmaster. Movie. That wasn't great. And the time. And the other guy. You don't even remember his name. But the other dude that was the evil oh, guy. The, the, the freaking pheromone thing. Yeah, the guy who was controlling yeah. him or whatever. The movie yeah. sucked. Okay. 
What, Yelena was the only thing good. Uh, the uh, 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 Stranger Things guy. I mean, he was a little entertaining. The sh- oh, David Harbour? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But overall, man, that movie is not better than any movie in Phase 1, in my opinion. I it could be on with par with some of them. It's not better. I think it. I think at its heart, it was a good family story. I enjoyed her family. I enjoyed seeing them together. I enjoyed each character of the family. I liked Yelena. I liked the mom. I don't remember her name, but I liked the mom. I liked David Which Harbour's Red Guardian. Movie. I, I thought the action in the movie was pretty solid. Taskmaster sucked. That's for sure. And the villain wasn't that great, but... Do you think you're more likely to watch Thor 1 or this movie? To rewatch? I think I'm equally. I think I would watch them equally. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Right. Shang-Chi. Great. Better than Iron Man 1. I wouldn't say it's better. I'll give you Shang-Chi is the str- one of the strong ones on this list. I wouldn't necessarily say it's better than Iron Man 1. But I put it up there. I put it on par. So you put it on par. And I put it. I put it above the other two, the other two origin stories. In okay. phase one. So right now. So this is this is your this is your strong one in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm so, fine with it going. Okay. There. So Black Widow bad. Let's just let's just say. You just say right? that. Okay. So we're we're one for two right now in terms of good. <laughs> this is not gonna work this way. But okay. Sure. Good good stuff for phase four. Eternals. We both liked. It. We both liked it. Everybody else outside of you, myself, Malcolm, shout out to the Storm <laughs> Podcast. Everybody else hated this movie. But why did they hate it? I don't know. We were just talking about this. I actually don't even know. People hated it for reasons that it didn't deserve to be hated. Again, and this is where I feel like we're falling into this problem that we're discussing. People's expectations are too high. Not only that. But the, their nostalgia for something that realistically just fucking happened is way too strong. Your nostalgia for phase one of Marvel is so strong that all you can do is compare this phase to that phase. Why is that? Why can't you that's just... that's my whole argument right, right now, but Nick. That's I'm what, saying this phase isn't good because the other phases were significantly better. There are movies that phase are in two? past phases that we didn't like. We didn't enjoy upon first watching. But going back, like Thor 2, saying, for example. Their strong ones aren't comparing to the strong ones in even phase one. Again, let a go- let I alone think, phase two. I think you remember, that's nostalgia you talking. Uh, freaking Civil War and... Uh, Civil War's in phase three. All right, sorry. Okay, and uh, Winter Soldier. That was in phase two. Yeah. You're going straight None of to these the, movies are even coming close to it. Yeah, but you're it. going straight to the upper echelon of Marvel movies. But what I'm saying I is never, they don't really have a movie that I think is even getting to that to that tippy top. I, I, th- I think they do, and we haven't got to it yet, so keep going. You're going to say it's a Black Panther. Yes, I am. We'll keep fine. going. We're going to get to it. So Shang-Chi, <laughs> Shang-Chi, where, okay, where, you, where are we putting that? You took, you putting that top tier, mid tier, bottom tier? So upper, middle tier. Here we go. You got S rank, which is your upper, your, your Infinity War, your Winter Soldier, your Civil War. Yeah, definitely not in that S tier, right? Then we got A tier, which is fucking uh, like your Avengers, your, your, your first Avengers, 
your fucking Black Panther. Like, that's A tier. B, C, D, F. I don't know if we need to go that far. B, C, D, right? What what tier are you putting Shang-Chi in? It's not S tier. I, I agree with B? you on that. That's that's still that's a pat that bro, that's a high grade. I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> no? Put it back where it belongs. So, I think I think I liked my phase one going and going, but I mean, yeah, there's not great movies throughout the whole thing, but I think Shang-Chi is not as good as Iron Man One. I really it's unfair for me to compare it to Captain America one because I'm just like in a minority of like I really think Captain America one's a solid you're movie. In, you're the minority. So I know I'm in the minority there. So I know people probably would rate it higher. I don't, but I actually think Shang Chi is close to Ant Man one. I think that's where it is. I think you're absolutely bonkers. When you say Because Ant-Man 1, it was a solid movie. We Ant-Man, both liked Ant-Man We one, did. But it's not, it's not freaking amazing. No, it's good. Ant-Man 1 is good because it was unexpected. That's what made Ant-Man 1 good. Because we, did, we, just, we didn't know what to expect. First of all... Which is, you could say the thing about Shang-Chi. I didn't know what to expect, and I ended up enjoying that movie. And I think, I think, it's, I think it's above Ant-Man 1. Like, if I'm going back and rewatching one of these movies, it's Shang-Chi. Go to the next one, though. Interesting. Go to the next one. What, what else we got? Oh, sorry. We were already on Eternals. We moved back a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Eternals was the one we were on. Okay, so Black Widow, not great, right? So right. We're, we're 0 for 1. Then we had Eternals, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's just say we're going based off of... We both liked it. We both liked it. But if we go but off with people, that's a let's just say we're going off what people, what people say. We're 0 for 2. Okay. Then we got Shang-Chi. I think the no, we're switching the order, but yeah. Oh, well, what was next? Sorry. So it was Black Widow, Shang-Chi, then Internals. Oh, my bad. Okay. So, yeah, again, the first. So Shang-Chi, I think the overall opinion on that is good. So now we're one yes. for we're one for three. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yep. What's next? So this is, this is going to be one of the ones. Spider-Man Homecoming. This so now we're 50-50. I think Spider-Man Homecoming is great. Because of the nostalgia of it. But I feel like even you've pointed out, like, like you fell asleep one of the times we saw that movie. Like, it's okay until the other Spider-Man show up and then there's some type of magic. But I think overall, is it a good movie? I'm asking you. I don't even know. Do you think Spider-Man is actually a good movie? I did think, it get away because of the nostalgia? I think overall, it is a good movie. Do I think it's amazing? No. Would I put it in S tier of Marvel? No. I'd probably put this like B or C, if I'm being completely honest with you. Because the nostalgia does so take our, that movie our over the highest top. right now are Bs, and both Shang-Chi and Spider-Man we're saying are in there. Right. And then we're, we're putting Black Widow and Eternal somewhere low. Yeah. So this, all right, so this this next one. But we're still, so we're still two for four. We're 50-50 right now for phase four. That's That's a failing score. You're right, but let's see where it goes. It's gonna go anywhere. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be interesting because I like this movie and you weren't you weren't crazy about it. This is Doctor Strange. What's the overall opinion of Doctor Strange? People didn't like it. Did they? Yeah, people like... complained a lot about this movie. Really? Yeah. This is another one that I felt that was like Eternals, where I was in the minority of liking of it. liking it because I like the fact that they changed the formula in this movie, and I was like by myself on that. Everybody else hated that. Fact. Right. Right. 
So again, but an evil Wanda, man, you want to, you want to see me enjoy a movie, take a good character, make him evil for a little while, especially they're powerful. I'm going to love that movie. I would kill for an evil Superman movie. To be entertaining as that. That wasn't Brightburn, that piece of shit. Um, I wanted to actually be Superman. So to be fair, and I've said this multiple times, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just personally didn't like it. And there is a difference there. There's a difference between thinking something is genuinely bad and just personally not liking it. I personally just did not enjoy this movie. The reason why I didn't enjoy it is because I think the advertisements led us to believe it was going to be something that it wasn't. And I think that is a lot of the problem that this phase faces. Our rampant speculation, fans' rampant speculation of what the fuck was going to happen is insane. It's insane. Right. We learned learned some lessons from that. Between that, WandaVision, Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, we got the three Spider-Man, but people thought even more than that was going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? Like, people thought it was going to be a complete madhouse. And, like... We have we we've gone too far. We've gone too far off the rails. Like realistically, Marvel has put us back in a place where we shouldn't know what to expect. So what tier is this movie? Uh Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. So again, I'm gonna take the personal out of it. Right? I'm gonna take okay. my personal feelings out of it. If I'm ranking it in terms kinda, of like I feel like I want you to have your personal feelings in it. <laughs> I'm trying to be able to... This movie didn't do well regardless. Objective as possible. I don't think it's a bad movie. I probably put it at a C, and it's still probably my personal opinion in there. Because what would you rank it? I think I'm going really solid Bs with a lot of these. I'd probably still put it in B. Okay. I don't, I don't think Shang-Chi is significantly better than Doctor Strange because I like an evil Wanda. I mean, that's fair. Thor Again, Love and Thunder. Shout out, shout out to the Storm Podcast. Malcolm enjoyed the movie too. Yeah. We did our, our year in review. He he had a whole point to make about why he thought Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was a good movie. Because for the same reason you say it and switched up that, the formula. Everybody was kind of like upset of the dark magic, but that was Doctor Strange. Like yeah. and they just I think they weren't used to it because we didn't get a lot of it in the first movie. Exactly. Thor Love and Thunder. Absolute dark. Yeah, this shit. movie's crap. Yeah. So I want, this is the one that's counteracting one of the good ones. <laughs> this is taking it down. Uh, and then it's okay. So this is, I think this is their, their little bit of their outstanding one now. It's Black Panther. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm on rate. I don't know got- how high I'm going to go. I feel like I need to rewatch it because in my head, it's like the best movie ever. It's not realistic. I need to rewatch this movie. You love this movie. When we reviewed I really this enjoy movie, this you, movie. You said it was better than the first one. I stand by that. There you go. Yeah, this is this is the one good one in the phase, in my opinion. So you putting the AS tier? Yeah, I'll go A. All right. I think <laughs> after I saw it, I probably would have been an S to be honest. But now I'm like, I gotta I feel like I gotta realign my expectations a bit. I get that. Uh so there's only one more movie and then we can talk about TV shows too if we want it. But uh Yeah, we have, we have to talk about TV shows because they're a big yeah. part of the phase. Uh, I think yeah, this is gonna be interesting too. So but we'll do movies and then so shows because we haven't been doing this crowd like George. So the last movie's Ant Man. I thought it was a good movie. I agree. People seem to disagree with us. Uh, but I think it's good. I think, I mean, and I think it's on par with the other Ant-Man movies. And the yeah. thing is, the Ant-Man movies, just, they're all good. They're not, like, amazing movies. Right. Now, hit, hit me with the shows. WandaVision. WandaVision. Just first. Good show. 
it got good reviews. People, yeah, you know, the problem with Wanda Division though is, what's that? I don't think it's rewatchable. I, I mean, I guess the that. mystery element was what you're like. Oh, what the hell is with this guy in the bee suit? And you're like, I gotta watch the next episode of right, Final. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't can, think it's very rewatchable. I could see that, but does that detract from how good it is? I think that's a it's like a category of it. I mean, yeah, sure, but like. I just watched Game. We you finished it too. We watched Game of Thrones. Right. Held is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Do I think I would just go back and rewatch it? Probably not. I disagree. I would rewatch it. I would rewatch it, but it's not like a. I think that's significantly more rewatchable than WandaVision. Yeah, that's true. But I'm not just throwing that on. Like, I'm like committing again to like. Okay, I'm gonna rewatch this. Like, think about the shows we actually rewatch. Just to just put on, just to right. for enjoyment, right? Sitcoms, yeah. I Met Your Mother, New Girl, New Girl, yeah. right? Those are, and they're not the greatest TV shows of all time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're fine. Right, we also have Suits and White Collar. <laughs> Again, we just, we just throw them on. Not the greatest TV shows of all time, but they're rewatchable to us because it's what we enjoy. Yeah, I agree. I I remember, I I put Wandavision. The top, if not time, with one of these other is is the best shows for right. for these Marvel shows. Okay, uh, so I agree that it is really good. Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I thought it was a good show. Do I think it's the best? No. Did I love every moment of it? No. Do I think it was still good and got a good story across? Yeah, I do. I think I disagree a bit with you. You didn't like Falcon Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I think it's very okay. Even it is, it doesn't have a good villain. Um, I liked Zemo. That's not even a fair point. Zemo, I enjoyed. 90% of Marvel doesn't have good villains. Yeah, but this was particularly bad. So are a lot of them. You just talked about how you enjoyed Ant-Man 1 so much, and that move, that one of the worst villains we've ever gotten. Yeah, I think Yellow Jacket was better than this villain. You think At least really? I can say Yellow Jacket. The hell was that girl's name? <laughs> And it's been a lot longer since I've seen that movie. Yeah, but Yellow Jacket's like a cold name. Like, that's different. Hank Pym has been Yellow Jacket at one point. Right. I think the only really good, two goodish things is I liked the fact they did something different and they kind of like tackled this like a race element. That was interesting to watch in the show. And I think Zemo was entertaining. I think Zemo was better in the show than he was in the in uh, Civil War. But other than that, I'm going to say like this is like a C tier show. Keeping that rating going. It's definitely C. I mean, that's still not bad. Okay, what's next? Loki? Loki. Great show. Loved it. We don't have to spend another that. I'll give you this. Fantastic show. Great show. Loved it. What if? I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, looking back, I think it's very okay now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's not amazing. It's just very okay. Okay, what's next? The one you haven't watched? This is clearly not uh, an order, Miss Marvel. I didn't finish it. It's not that yeah. I didn't watch it. That's what how, I've seen, I enjoyed. How bad it was is that you? Did you really think it was that bad? Com- no, I'm saying it's how bad it was. Is you haven't no. been compelled to finish. I had a child. That's why I haven't finished it. All I'm saying is you've watched other things, Nick. <laughs> what else have I? Wa- <laughs> I haven't how watched much, anything, Sean. How much anime have you watched between since anime, this has been out? Anime is 18 minutes. These you episodes break are these like up. 40 minutes each. That show is like a. I mean, I know it's on Disney Plus. It's like a Disney Channel show. It's very uh. But it was supposed to be. 
we don't need to do that. Okay, what's next? Hawkeye. Yeah, that one wasn't great. Moon Knight. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed Moon Knight. I don't think it's amazing. No. But I enjoyed it. Well, it's good. She-Hulk. Good show. Yeah. I think a lot of people would disagree with us. I don't. Yeah, I know that. Uh, but I liked She-Hulk. Um, Werewolf by Midnight. I didn't see that one, but you enjoyed it. But I enjoyed it. It's just very different than everything else. Yeah. So here, here's my thing, man. To, to I guess... So again, going back to my points as to why I feel like a lot of people have complained about this phase. One, I think a big part of it is nostalgia for what we've already gotten. Everything that we've gone through, we've basically just compared it to what we had previously. If you had to rate the phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead and rate. One, two, three, four. Put them in the order. Okay, so rating rating the, the four phases. So obviously phase three is first. That's the best phase. That's where we got. You don't need me to tell you what's in there? Nah, I know it's in phase three. Okay. Yeah. Phase three is Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. That's all I need. Okay. Right? Yep. Good. Uh, Next, I would say, what's in phase two? Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Mm -hmm. Captain America the Winter Soldier. Okay. The first Guardians of the Galaxy, okay. Age of Ultron, Ant-Man. There's a couple mediocre things in there. I agree. There's mediocre, and then there's some pretty solid ones. Right. What What's all in Phase 3 again? Civil War. <laughs> this, is, this is a big phase. Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Ooh. Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, the two Avengers movies, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home. See, so here's my thing. Okay, so if I had to rank them, I guess it would go three. But the thing about three is that there's like four movies in there that are really putting it over the top. And then the rest of them are just like, because there are a couple in there that really drag it down. Like there are a couple movies in phase three that are considered to be some of the worst Marvel movies, period. Okay. Right? Yep. Phase two, it's <laughs> so better as number one. I like that those those low hitters were with the heavy hitters. It's definitely skewing the. That's score. what I'm saying. It's <laughs> man, it's really up and down there. Phase two, I think phase two is probably no, because there's a, there's a couple bullshits in there too. So we had Winter Soldier, Thor: The Dark World. That's the one. Thor: The Dark World. Iron Man three. Iron Man three. <sighs> Then Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians 1. Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Age of Ultron. And, see that? And Ant-Man. And then Ant-Man. It's an interesting phase too. Right? <laughs> and then phase one, again, we have Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Captain America, the Iron first Man Avengers, two. Iron Man 2. Yeah. Every phase has its ups and downs. Every phase. Okay, but to me, mm-hmm. I can easily rate these. So you, you didn't have to rate them. You're putting phase four at the bottom. I'm putting four at the bottom. Why? Because the heavy hitters did a better job to counteract for the low ones in every other phase except for phase four. So basically what I'm hearing is that every phase has its ups and downs. The difference is that the There's highs way more downs for these phases. And not enough ups no, I on think, the phase four. I think the, the highs 
of the other phases, phase four just hasn't matched those highs. But, but the I lows think, have been just as low. And the, the high, yeah, the highs aren't meeting the highs. The lows, some of the lows are low. And then the mediocre is just on par with the other mediocre. So it's like a normal phase. Why but is there not enough good why highs? Why is everyone complaining so much about this phase? So here we go. Going back. I think one is nostalgia. I think people are just entirely too nostalgic for what just fucking happened. Give me a rating. Of what? The four phases? Yes. Phase three. Phase one. Is it easier if you see it? No, I can It's easier for me when I see it. No, I got it. Phase three, phase one. And to be honest with you, I think phase two and phase four are on par with each other. I have a hard time putting one over the other. think you just don't want to i know face far on the bottom i know that phase <laughs> two has the winter soldier in it and a lot of people held that as the best marvel movie i don't agree with that and it's got guardians guardians is great and it's got age of ultron age of ultron's not that great it's very it's okay it's pretty solid i remember this is one of the movies where i had the opposite effect i remember really enjoying it at first but now seeing it again i'm like ah Again, and I mean, I have my own thing with with fucking Ultron. Like, right. I'm still. You gotta in, get past that. No, I don't have to be get past it because everybody <laughs> has their thing. That's what I'm saying. That's everybody has their thing. People have all their things with Phase Four that they can't get past. Why can't people get past it? Because they're too nostalgic for what we've had before. People don't like change. Realistically, people do not like change. They don't want things to change. Thor: The Dark World <laughs> or Black Widow. Black Widow. Easily. It, easily? Easily. When's the last time you watched that movie? Black Widow or Thor the Dark World? Thor the Dark World. We watched it not that long ago, I feel We like. watched it a long time ago. And I remember thinking, yeah, this is not great. It may not be as shit as everybody says it is, but it's still not a good movie. I feel like this even more cemented my opinion is just that I just don't think this phase overall compared to the other three phases has been as good. And I think there's, there's part of like the characters were bigger. They did a lot more unknown characters and that might be just the comic book aspects, right? Like I'm a little bit in between, like I'm not like a person that just watches the movies. I read some comics. I'm not a person that goes and buys a comic every Wednesday. I'm sure the guys that go every Wednesday are way more familiar with Eternals and Shang-Chi and all these other characters. But like you got rid of the nostalgia aspect of it, uh, and then you had some mediocres, and the highs weren't as high as the other phases. But how could they be? How could they be? I think when you we could have had such a buildup. You could have had the similar highs, but the no. So like, I'm not saying the highs. The highs weren't as. High, I'm not saying the highs weren't as high, just compared to phase three. I don't think the highs were as high in phase. One and two as well. But we've already put the highs of phase four on par with the highs of phase one and two. You said that you put Shang-Chi on par with most of phase one as an origin story. Right. Right. But I don't think uh, Shang-Chi is even close to Winter Soldier. Yeah, but that's a sequel. Right. I mean, I know exactly. We're talking about origins, but that when we start looking at at the highs and the lows... That even their solid high movies, I don't think are as good as the other two, the first two phases highs. 
See how I, I don't I don't know if I would agree with that. Like Because the other thing is that So all right, so what are what are the highs in in your opinion, the highs of phase four? So we, Shang-Chi. Shang the high of the high though. Black Panther. So it's Black Panther. Right. Okay. Do you are you with me or do you think Black Panther one is better than Black Panther two? I think they're both great. But if you, so you want to put them equal. Yeah. So that your high is equal to one of the movies in another phase. Correct. But Black Panther in general is higher than some of the highs of other phases. Like as a sequel, as a sequel, I would put Black Panther 2 on par with Winter Soldier. It's better than Iron Man 2. It's better than Thor The Dark World. It's way it fucking better like, than Guardians 2. I think it's just because, but that movie it's, is like the outlier. It's of better phase than Age four. of Ultron. Like, if I'm just looking at the sequ- the second movie in every series, right? It's better than uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Like, it's it's better than all these know. other sequels. It, man, I don't know. I don't know. I guess so. As great as that, I, all right. As great as I think that movie is. It also to me seemed like it was a very different movie than all the you know sequels and all the other movies. But because this movie, I I enjoyed it because it tackled grief. No, right. none of the other Marvel movies tackled grief. So it's hard to compare this movie and say it is better or worse because it's so different than Age of Ultron. It's not an Avengers movie. Right. It's a movie about a character that has grief. It's like more comparable to like Logan, where it's a movie about grief. Like Logan's amazing movie, but it's in a different realm than all the other X Men movies. It's a completely different movie. That's true. So so okay. So here's my. This is the point I've been trying to make. Right. If that is the case, why is everyone comparing what we're getting in Phase Four to previous phases if they're different? Like because why they're not all different. Why can't we like? Why can't we let those movies be though? Like the question is, and it needs to be different and better. It can't just be different but the, if it's not necessarily better. The question is, so is, while I enjoyed Doctor Strange because it was different, I can't necessarily say that it's a better movie than Age of Ultron. But why are you comparing to Age of Ultron if it's different? Right. I agree with you, but that's, there's also like the better aspect of it that this is missing. So are we arguing if phase four is better than the previous phases or are we trying to answer the question, has Marvel lost lost their magic? To that, I still say, no, it has not. Do I think phase four is as good as the other phases? No. Do I think it stacks up to the other phases? No, not quite. There's a lot of lows. But do I think Marvel as an as an entity, as a as a cinematic universe has lost its magic? No, I don't think that. Maybe the movies aren't as good, but they are different, which we've already established. They are different. Maybe they're not maybe they're not all as good as some of the top tier ones that we had, but we are moving on from we climbed the mountain we got to the summit of endgame now we have to figure out where we go next we got to come down a bit like we we just got to do it i don't think that means it's lost its magic 
I just think it means that we're going in a new direction. People don't know how to accept it. They don't want to let go of the past that they have for these other movies. And also, there's just a lot of fuckheads who just want to <laughs> judge it based on its this this new approach that they took of in, of like this inclusion, which is also a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? Like. I actually, that's probably one of my favorite things is the inclusion aspect that they're including. People hate Eternals because we had an openly gay character. We had, yeah, we had a super diverse cast. And people want to give it shit because it's like, well, they were all white in the comics. So fucking what? Right. People don't like She-Hulk because it's a female-led comic book show, which doesn't make any sense because she had her own fucking comic book. I agree. And people want to give it shit because it's like, well, it's too woke. It's it's playing too much. And shut the, shut up, right. shut up. Right. That's not a valid reason to say that Marvel's lost its magic. I couldn't agree more with you. I like. I mean, I liked Kate Bishop's character too. That's what I'm saying. So to your point, I think we, you talked about this like early, early on in yeah. the episode. But you know, I also saw uh, a couple videos or TikToks or posts or whatever of people talking about how they didn't buy that Shuri. Who in real life is Letitia Wright, who realistically, she's a very small woman, very small, very thin, right? Like that 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 woman is probably a hundred and five pounds. You know what I mean? Like right. she's very small. And that's not me body shaming her or anything like that. She just is small. Could she have some kind of condition? Maybe. I don't know. I'm again that's not the point that I'm she's trying not to that make. Small, man. Can you give her a condition? She's thin. She's very yeah, thin. Yeah, she's a smaller. Right? And when she put on the skin tight suit, you really saw, like, oh yeah, no, she's she's tiny. But they're like, oh, I don't buy this hundred pound woman throwing around like Neymar. Like, he's a big he was a big dude. Obviously, he bulked up for this movie, right. like all the fucking characters do. Why don't you buy it? Because if you read the comics, or even if you did a quick Google search, Shuri's of similar size in the comics, and she can still do the same shit yeah. she did in the movie in the comic. Like they're not, they're not just making this shit up. It's not coming out of nowhere. This is shit that like has already been written into the comic book universe. And even if you don't want to read the comics, which is completely fine. Then why do you even, where's your place to complain? She took a magical herb that gave her super strength. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I, what the fuck are you talking about? She now has super strength. Doesn't matter her size. You know, she has about super that strength. And that fight that came down, she didn't like really outfight Neymar. No. Even though she had super strength she from didn't. the herb. She still got stabbed in the abdomen. Yeah. She could have easily have died. But people want to complain about that. People want to complain because they feel like they keep gender swapping or race swapping Marvel characters. They're, again, they're not just pulling this shit out of their yeah, ass. Yeah, they haven't done anything that's been untrue. Not really. Like, Maybe a couple, th and a couple things that they really have done no one complains about because nobody really cared at that point. Nick Fury in the comic books traditionally was a white dude. Yep. They made him black in the comics because they specifically wanted Samuel Jackson to play him. Nobody complained about that shit. You yeah. know why? Because in phase one, nobody gave a fuck. People care so much now that they feel the need to complain and then they want to compare to a phase that we didn't really care about until we got to the end. That's what's happening. You didn't care that Nick Fury was switched from 
white to black. You didn't care that Maria Hill was switched from black to white. I bet you 90% of people don't even know that. Right. She was white in the comics. Or, I'm sorry, she was black in the comics originally. Now she's white in the movies. Why do you care? But you want to complain because they they got a female Thor. That fucking happened. Yeah. That is in the comic books. There is a female Thor. Like, it's just what it is. Yep. There's been a fucking frog Thor. Would you complain about that? Like, comics are, <laughs> like, they're wild. That's what happens, you know? Yeah. Like, nobody says shit about alligator Loki, but, oh, no, she's Thor's a woman now? Oh, no, we can't have that. People complain about female Loki even a little bit. Fucking wild. She Insane. didn't even go by the same yeah, name. Yeah, she went by a different name. Her name was Sylvie. Yep. Why do people care so much? I don't know. People are the worst. It doesn't matter. Like, so you can't, you, people classifying or um, concluding that the MCU has lost its magic to, oh, they're they're making all the male characters. A third time that I'm not making that right, argument. I know. <laughs> but I'm saying it is an argument. It is an argument that's being made. That because they're making all the male characters female, like stop it. They're not doing that. It's been it's already happened. It's happened once before. Yeah. Shuri has been Black Panther in the comics. Yes, we lost Chadwick Boseman in real life. Yes, it probably shouldn't have happened that quickly, but realistically, it was going to happen. Shuri was going to become Black Panther at some point. Kate Bishop is a comic book character who really took over for Hawkeye in the comic books. They didn't just pull that out of their ass. Yep. That really fucking happened. Ironheart, Riri Williams, is a real character in the comic books who was the protege of Tony Stark, of Iron Man. Her AI, instead of Jarvis, she hit Tony. Yep. He trained her. He saw the potential in her, and he helped her out. Currently, the Marvel has declared the smartest person in Marvel Comics is a, I don't remember how, she's like 10 to 12 year old black girl. That is fact. I'm not making that up. I'm not saying I even necessarily like am completely on board with it, but it is fact because Marvel Comics has stated that. And realistically, who is that? Um, because up to this point, I was Moon it was, Girl. I can't remember her name. Pictures up to this point, it was. But recently, like I mean, when I say recently, I mean like a couple years ago. I can't remember her full name, but she goes by Moon Girl. She has a new animated series now. Which people are saying is pretty good, honestly. Uh, um, what? Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus? Well, Why do I know about this one? Yeah, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Is it like more geared towards children? Is that why yeah, I'm yeah, unaware yeah. of this one? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, it's more of a kid's show. Okay. So this whole argument of like Marvel, lo- the MCU losing its magic because you don't like the changes that it's making. You don't like it's the inclusion of people. You're a dickhead. Like, stop it. You're wrong. It's what it is. I don't I feel care. like you're going to make this a clip. And I need you to make sure you include the part where I say I'm not arguing this side. I know. Because you make this look like a clip, no, no, it's no. going to make it look like I'm making this argument. No, and no, I'm not no, making no. this argument. Sean's <laughs> like, I don't want the smoke. I'm going to get freaking canceled. No, no. If, get- if I do make it a clip, I'll make sure to include that part. <laughs> I don't know if I will or not. But yeah. No, you're, you're, you're stupid. Like, I, I'm sorry if I offend someone. But that's truly how I feel. Like, it's... That's stupid because they decide to include like some, and some of these inclusions have honestly been for the better. If an, like if they decided to swap something or change something and it 
changed who the character was in a way that was worse than the comics, then I I would be like, okay, yeah, no, they shouldn't have made that change. Yeah. Either that or they should have went a different route. But like, prime example, Namor. First of all, he was Namor. Namor, the Submariner. Namor. Namor. You know? Yeah, roll Pur- the R a little bit. Kan. You know what you I gotta, mean? You got to roll the R a little bit. Ro- him, Namor. Kurkurkan. Kurkurkan. You know what I mean? Beautiful change. Beautiful you know what I know change. About is like he's uh he's in that 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 Hulk realm where he's not quite owned by Disney. So they oh, can't really? they can't make a Namor movie. Hmm. I can see that. I oh. can see that. Well. Interesting though. I didn't right? know that I for sure. I, but... I found that out just recently. Yeah. I mean I saw it on TikTok. I didn't fact check it, but <laughs> Fair I enough. took it to be true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, like it, great, great change. So, yeah, I don't think the MCU rolling it back. I don't think the MCU has lost its magic. Do I think that it's trying to find its new path? Yes. Do but you do I feel think it like lost you have magic? No. Similar excitement that you once did. Because I think, I'm not saying that's even a magic thing, right? But I feel like this could be part of the problem is the excitement element. Like I know, like I'm, I'm kind of excited for the Avengers movies, but they feel so far away. They do. And there's nothing in the, like my immediate future of these movies that I'm like particularly excited for. I'm just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. So I think I think once we finished Phase Three, Marvel decided to release stuff with two th- two schools of thought, right? One school of thought is this is for the people who have been with us the entire time. The other school of thought is let's see, let's get new fans, let's get new oh, yeah. audience. As I was saying about the Thor movies, that that wasn't even geared towards us; that was geared towards kids, right? And I think Miss Marvel. I think those young are the, teens. I think those are the ones that people are kind of complaining about the most. And again, I don't think that is a testament to the MCU losing its magic because I think that those projects are magical for other people. You know what I mean? Like Miss yeah, Marvel but right now, for example. What are you excited for? I'm excited for a lot. I'm excited for um the Fantastic Four. I'm excited for Blade. I'm excited for obviously the Avengers movies. I'm excited for Secret Invasion. Do you feel like you're as excited as you have been in past phases? For what? Like for again for like, am I as excited as I was for Endgame? No. But again, how can we match Age that of Ultron? level? Yeah. I think I'm just as excited. I don't know, man. You were pretty pumped about Ultron. I was pretty I was pumped there. about you're, Ultron. You're super pumped. I'm also pretty pumped about fucking Secret Invasion to see what they do with these scrolls. To see who's a scroll, who's not a scroll. To see Nick Fury be kind of badass like he was in Winter Soldier. I'm, ex- I'm pumped for that. I'm pumped to see where Kang is going to pop up again. I'm pumped to like see the uh to see blade and see you know this new iteration of blade i'm pumped to see uh like who his villain's gonna be i'm pumped to see how they're gonna integrate kit harrington into it i'm pumped to see maybe if they'll include some other like midnight sun characters like ghost rider or like other you know kind of um supernatural like marvel characters like i'm excited about that um obviously fantastic four right like 
what is there not to be excited about? It's the fucking Fantastic Four. Hopefully, we get a I don't good know. Fantastic I Four the last movie. One. <laughs> I mean, that one was shit. But we're on a better we're on a better path, right? Like, we're gonna get the X Men at some point. I'm excited about that. There, I I feel like there's still a lot to be excited about, new and old. People don't know how to let go of these older, older Avengers characters and just kind of like accept new ones, like. Things have to evolve, man. You got to move on. Like, and it's wild to me that it's some of some of the people who complain the hardest are comic book readers because it's just like comics have been changing for seventy five years, dude. Yeah, like I think I mean those comic book readers know though that they can like fall off for a little bit and then their character is gonna back. come back exactly. and they can go. They don't have to go down this adventure. They can they can they'll eventually get you know. uh why am I blanking on Hawkeye's actual name? You talking about the actor or no? His his real name. Oh, not Jeremy Renner, but damn, what is his name? Yeah, man, it's not even that late yet. Like I'm, oh, I'm feeling tired right now. Jeremy, oh fuck, what is his real name? Um, Clint Barton. Clint God Barton. There damn. we go. There we go. We look bad. You know, like eventually, if you're if you're watching the if you're reading some Hawkeye and it switches to Kate Bishop, that eventually it's gonna go back to Clint. And that's the thing with comic book readers is they kind of have that understanding. Like eventually your character comes back and then you just end up reading that line again. So you think their problem is that this is more finite. This is more like probably Clint Barton Hawkeye is gone permanently. We're not going to get another one. I mean, I don't know even know if that's true. That's what I'm saying. We don't, but you know, Iron Man is like, he's, he's gone. At least that version he of him could come back in some form. But see that Captain that, America come back in some form. That's also what's wild to gone. me. It's like the ver even the versions change. You know what I mean? Like Iron Man has not been the same person throughout his. I don't know how long Iron Man's been around, but a long fucking time, yeah. right? Captain America's been around for seventy five years. He's not been the same character for seventy five years. He's gone through different versions, different iterations. Different writers write him differently. Like it just, it just most recently he was, turns out he was a fucking Hydra secret agent. And then it wasn't him. It was like a, a different version. Like uh, weird shit happens in <laughs> comics. dude. Like, why can't we accept that weird shit's going to happen in these shows, in these movies? Everything's not going to be perfect. Some comic books are shit and some are fucking phenomenal. Like that's where we are with these movies. Some are going to be garbage. Some are going to be great. Like, but the thing is, people, like, not everybody has the same opinion. There may be a comic book that you absolutely hate that I thought was pretty good and vice versa. Right. Like, there are movies and sh shows in this phase that some people hate and some people love. I think that's the big, like, that has been the biggest thing. If anything, it's not that the MCU has lost its magic. It's just become more divisive. This is, is going to be my last, my last point with it. Do you think people overall are just tired of comic book movies. To a, to an extent, yes. That's the thing I hear people say, too. They miss like going and seeing... They, they call them regular movies. I just miss going to go see a regular movie, man. I get that. That's why people are excited about Cocaine Bear. It's a yeah, ridiculous it's offset movie. It's something different. And yeah, I mean, let's let's be real. The, the quantity of these projects has definitely ramped up. And also, it's like it seems like it's the only things that really like hit theaters. Like, man, when's the last time you go to a theater and saw a rom com? Like, 
shit don't happen. That shit it just don't. goes straight to Netflix. It now. does. Like, it, you're absolutely right. And again, I mean, um, even just talking about it, right? We've been talking about all these phases. There's five movies in, or six, I guess, technically, but not everybody counts the Incredible. There's six movies in phase one. How many projects were there in phase four? Like 13 or some shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it was the TV significantly, shows but increased it significantly. It did, but it's still supposed to be a part of this whole universe, right? People who are invested in the Marvel Universe watch these shows, right. too. Maybe not every single one of them, but they watch the majority of them. At least the big ones, right? Hawkeye, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision. They watch the characters that they knew. Marvel is catering to all different audiences, they're, they're, I think they're finding their footing again after reaching the top with Endgame. And like they're just figuring it out. I don't think they've lost their magic. I just think there's just multiple paths that you can go down to find the magic that you think is not there. I, like That's how I feel. Right. You know what I mean? Like You don't have to love every project. You don't have to think every project is amazing because realistically, not every project has been amazing. I think everybody overall, even the crappier movies, liked them. I think people hate movies. I don't think they really. I think it's nostalgia. I think people are looking back and going, you know what? That actually wasn't that bad. See, you know, that's the thing, man. I remember like leaving the theater for like Dark World and everybody like, oh, man, I enjoyed that movie. And then later on, you kind of realize it was crap. See, I think it's the opposite. I think people I are disagree. going back and being I feel like, like you people know, that left theaters not that bad. Enjoying the movies. And people are now leaving theaters and being like, man, that movie wasn't that great. Yeah. I think people are getting a bit fatigued from comic book movies altogether. I think that's hurting Marvel a bit. I'm not saying that's necessarily losing the magic, but I think there's just like there's a Marvel fatigue, if you would. There you go. A Marvel fatigue. A superhero. I'm not even gonna say Marvel. I think if there's a superhero fatigue, people kind of miss having a different range of movies, and it seems like a combination of, you know, superhero movies doing really well and what COVID did to movie theaters. Yeah, it's just like you don't, you don't see people go. I think it's getting better now, but like, you know, last two years, you don't see people going to the movies the way they used to. Yeah. Plus, movies are expensive as hell. So now it's like, now you like, it's, I think that slightly, like, I still do it, but most people are down, like, gone are the days of like, oh man, I'm bored. You want to go catch a movie? Like, yeah. now it's like, you're going to the movies. It's a movie you, like, generally wanted to watch. Generally, yeah, for sure. Cause movie tickets are like $16. Yeah. You go to movies and spend like a hundred bucks on like two yeah, tickets. Yeah, forget no, it's, yeah, it's forget fucking, you want popcorn too. Like, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely ridiculous. I agree. I definitely think there is a level of superhero movie fatigue happening. I don't I like I don't blame Marvel for that because right. I think it's a matter people people who don't know better lump all these movies together, right? Yeah. Like the DC movies, the Marvel movies and even the one-offs of just like random shit of like random studios putting stuff out. They lump these movies all in together and just classify them as Marvel movies yeah. and, that's and then the wrong. you're like all these movies are just Marvel movies. Yeah, and it's no, it's 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 not true. So I don't I don't think it's their fault. If anything, realistically, we know we know for a fact that Marvel elevated the genre of movies. Fuck, we know that Marvel basically made this a genre of movies right. because beforehand it wasn't like it was just we had we had Spider Man and we had a few X Men movies. Like it, superhero movie wasn't like a genre. Yeah, I mean there was like the real 
the I'm not gonna say the word, the older stuff, right? And then it like it felt like it fell off for like <laughs> a generation Jeez. or two, yeah. and then we got like the the X Men and Spider Man ones, right? And I feel like it slowed down slightly. We got a Batman trilogy in there, and then like you know yeah. this MCU thing really picked it all up. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> A good podcaster would probably edit that out. We won't. But I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It happens, man. People <laughs> sneeze. People cough. I mean, we've been on here. We've been sick before. We've had yep. sore throats. People listen to us sniffle for an hour and a half. So shit happens. You know yeah. what I mean? But anyway, I don't know. I don't feel like Marvel's lost his magic. You feel like it's probably lost a bit of it. Lost his bit of his magic. Yeah. But hey, man. It was a good close call. Yep. We're going to call Let it a close call. us know what you think. Has Marvel lost its magic? You can do so. You can do it on our... Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you have another point? I don't know. Did you want to talk about a comic book? Do we have a comic call out? Do you have one? I yeah, can... I do. Uh, okay, you go first. Uh, so I finished Spider-Man Blue. Um, blue, yeah. There's a, there's a series of like these colored comics. I think, I think there's like Daredevil Yellow. Does he wear a blue suit? No. Uh, Spider-Man Spider-Man blue. In a blue I, that I think the Spider-Man blue one has been held as the best of like the color ones. I can't remember what they all were, um, but I didn't love it. If I'm being honest with you, <laughs> like a lot of people, talk, like I've heard from a lot of people that it is a really good story. I don't think it wasn't good. I, it just wasn't my favorite. Give me a, a quick synopsis. A quick, here. So it's it's basically the story of how Peter Parker met. Um, Mary Jane. No, the other one. Gwen Stacy. How he met her, how they became a thing, what happened before, like she was killed by the Green Goblin. And is this the we find out there was an affair? No, 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 no. No, there was no affair in this one. Okay. It was just like it was Peter Parker, like him and Harry were still kind of like you know, they were best friends. There was Flash Thompson in it. Like, they kind of became cool. Um, and, yeah, just kind of like how he was. A more at, of a Peter Parker story than a Spider-Man story? Yeah, it was a bit more of a Peter Parker story for okay. sure. And he's just talking about, like, how he met Gwen Stacy and how he is with MJ now. But, you know, he remembers Gwen really being, like, who he loved because they were around at the same time. Right? Like, MJ and and Gwen Stacy were around him at the same time and ultimately he like he could have had either one of them but he chose Gwen instead of Mary Jane and the 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 whole thing is he's like narrating this entire story and then we find out that like this is after she died and he's like sitting in his attic or something the letter thing and he's like recording into like a one of those like old school like cassette decks and he's like recording it he's like talking about like you know he's like he he tells a story and he's he's basically recording this as if he's talking to Gwen Stacy and then we see at the end like MJ come in the room and she's just like well what are you doing and he's like I'm just you know I'm just uh I'm just talking to Gwen and she's like completely understanding and she's just kind of like you know we'll tell her I said hi kind of thing yeah and like it is a sad story. It is a like a traditional, like <laughs> sad Spider Man story. Yeah. You know what I mean? It definitely hits that beat. I just didn't love it. Uh, the art style was 
it felt a bit old, and I don't think the comic is that old, but the art style felt felt old. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe my expectations for this one was too high because, like I said, I had heard a lot of people talk about how they how it's a really good book and they and they love it, but it just I don't know. It wasn't my favorite Spider Man story. There were definitely some good moments. It was it was emotional for sure, yeah. but I didn't love it. And like I said, you just kind of get like different different elements of like how they interacted and even Mary Jane at one point like tells him like it's Gwen you want like it's clear like just go get her dude like why are you yeah why are you playing this game like just <laughs> just go get her you know and obviously he still kind of blames himself for what happened um but yeah I mean it's a solid read but it, like I said it's but just not, not one of your favorites not one of my favorites all right uh, I recently read uh, Knights of Steel. So it's an Elseworld story uh, set in like medieval times. Got a little bit of a, a little bit of a Game of Thrones kind of feel to it. So nice, what happens with it is uh, Superman's parents land. Uh, the Superman's parents go from Krypton themselves in the ship and they uh, land in like, you know, medieval times. And so they obviously have Clark or Kal-El or, you know, what have you. But so they they come to the Earth. They get their Superman powers, but they're they're lying low. They don't want really anything to do with, like, you know, being discovered or anything. Like, they just live in their, like, little hut. And what uh, happens is uh, they are very advanced in science. And so they can tell that the volcano that they're by is going to erupt and it will destroy the village. Hmm. The village and the kingdom... <clears throat> are ran by the Waynes. So, uh, you know, Thomas and Martha are king and queen. So they send, like, a, a message through their, like, uh, spokes guy, who's Lex Luthor. Uh, and Lex Luthor is basically like, I know better, and this is a bunch of bull. So he doesn't do anything about it. Volcano starts coming off, and they're, like, watching. Uh, they're like, we can't do anything. We have to be discovered. We have to go save these people. So right. they get discovered. Uh, and they kind of like call out, like, we told you what was going to happen. We we're going to do to Lex. And then like Martha and Thomas are like, you knew about this and you didn't do anything. So they cast them out of the kingdom. Um, and you find out that there's an affair between, uh, Martha and Superman's Jer dad, Jarrell. Oh, wow. So they have Bruce Wayne. Oh, wow but he's part Kryptonian. Ah, okay, okay, I'm yeah. on board. So you see him all over, and, like, uh, Batman loses his parents, and Superman's parents, like, as a kid, very typical Batman, and Superman's parents end up becoming king and queen because it was, like, the, one of the last wishes of the Waynes is for you guys to go run it. So they had this mm -hmm. affair, and everybody knew, and they got, like, okay with it. And oh, then basically it was, like, run the kingdom for us. Hmm. Uh, but nobody ever told... Uh, Batman's, but Alfred knows. So Alfred's like Batman's still right hand guy, and they're mm -hmm. kind of like the Knights Guard, uh, with all the Robins. So Bruce doesn't know he's half Kryptonian. Yeah, he doesn't know he's half Kryptonian. Interesting. And they, you said with all the Robins, with all the Robins, are they all like adults or teenagers? Yeah, they're, they're all like kids. Interesting. Uh, That's cool. Uh, so uh, they outlawed magic in the kingdom so like the main thing that uh batman's doing is like any character that has any magic immediately gets uh locked up mm. 
so there's other kingdoms. So uh, there's the Amazons and some Wonder Woman's there. And then they have like uh, a kingdom that have like a bunch of characters that have like powers of like the weather and lightning. I think it's supposed to be Black Lightning. Um, and there's a prophecy that John Constantine is saying that basically is like predicting like the end of like the Kryptonian characters. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what ends up happening is uh, Lex Luthor is kind of like a Joker slash Green Lantern character now. Like he's got like the green power, but he's got like a crazy, insane face. So basically they combine like the three characters. Hmm. I don't want to give too much away. It's a fun read. The lady of the uh, forest is Poison Ivy and she's like a big sense. character yeah. in there. Uh, Harley Quinn's the jester. Also makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's portrayals. There's people sleeping with the people. I mean, it's, it's a fun read. So That's basically cool. what ends up happening is somebody assassinates uh, the prince of like Black Lightning's kingdom. And mm. uh, it's Carl Zarel that does it. So, and she's not cousins. She's siblings to Superman. And they, uh, Superman's dad gets murdered in front of Batman as soon as he's like, I'm actually your father and you have powers. So he's like discovering that he has abilities and he finds in his best friend who's Superman. And Superman's like, Yeah, you can't take over from me. And basically, like, gets a piece of kryptonite and sticks it in him and like throws him against the ground. And so, like, Alfred goes and saves them, and now there's going to be like a fight between all the kingdoms, and it ends right before the war is about to start. Ah, so you got to get the volume two. So you got to get volume two. Yeah, nice. It's a fun read. It sounds like it. Uh, I like Elseworld stories that include yeah, like the characters you like know and see how you write them differently. Like yeah. I love that stuff. So Elseworld stories are always, I think, maybe not always. For the most part, they're usually a good yeah. They're usually. Time. I mean, if nothing else, they're at least interesting to an extent. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, now we can. All right, that's it. That's the end of the show. We can, let we can us transition know to the end. what you what you think has the MCU lost its magic. Yep. You can do so. Uh, you can write us on Gmail. You mm-hmm. can tweet at us. You yep. can write us on Facebook. Uh, you can go out on our TikTok and on our Instagram. It's yes, all yes. close calls pod. Yep. All platforms. Close all calls pod. All platforms. All across the board. If you're on TikTok, give us a follow. Yes, we're sir. most active there. We are. Uh, we're going to start posting some more clips on there. Yep. Uh, but we do things outside of the podcast on there. We give our own list, our own opinions. So if you want more information or more interesting things we're talking about, give our TikTok a check out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But as usual, thanks for listening to this. Uh, regardless of where you listen to it, uh, I know we're on all basically podcast platforms. We are switching. We're, we're starting to really commit to uh, our videos on this. So if you enjoy listening to us, maybe you'll enjoy watching us as well. We're going to be on YouTube. Same same at, right? Close Calls yep. Pod. Uh, on YouTube, you can find us. And we'll have full videos of our full episodes up there. Kind of moving forward. We're, we're, we're uh, yeah. really trying to commit to this so but anyway thanks for listening we truly appreciate it give us a review whatever app you're in give us a review and uh we'll uh hopefully have you guys back next time bye, bye.